Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be a delightful dip back into the threads at reddit.com. I know I just read something from Reddit for the last episode, but I could not resist reading once again from the massive depths of oversharing at reddit.com. And in particular, I was drawn to these threads just because it's the reason for the season. And so the two things I'll be reading from today are one from the Ask Reddit subreddit entitled Retail Employees of Reddit, What Are Your Black Friday Horror Stories? And so, as is self-explanatory, and yet I explain, I'll be reading the true stories of employees and their experiences on the most massive, overly hyped, ridiculous, awesome bargain day of the year known as Black Friday. So, let's begin. So we'll start in the Ask Reddit subreddit in the thread entitled Retail Employees of Reddit, What Are Your Black Friday Horror Stories? by Denton56. And the original post goes like this. Whether you work retail currently or just did in the past, I've got to know what the craziest thing you've ever seen on Black Friday is. Edit. Wow. Front page. Thank you, everyone, for your very entertaining replies. Edit 2. To all the people nervous about working on Black Friday after this, I offer one small condolence. A beer will never taste her better than it does at the end of a crappy shift. And Acharai writes, I work back of house at Toys R Us. I spent Black Friday taking big ticket items back to where we just loaded them into the customers' cards instead of, take, instead of trying to make our way to the front of the store. Apparently, someone decided it was fine to wander into the back storage room and start opening boxes to find what they wanted. Other customers saw this one jackass do it and then decided it was okay if they did too. Myself and the other back-of-house guys were busy wrestling with a really obnoxious bed set, so when I made it to the other side of our back storage, I found like 8 to 10 people just taking cases off our bays and opening them, then tossing them aside if they didn't want it. They claimed there was nothing indicating they couldn't come back there. We have two signs in the swinging door saying, quote-unquote, employees only, and, quote-unquote, warning, only authorized personnel beyond this point. And, Ola Dida writes, Ugh, this is one story that makes me the most mad. Mostly because at my work, customers do the same thing on a regular basis. I work at a grocery store and we offer free coffee to the customers. We have this one customer that when the pot is empty, just goes on upstairs to our break room and helps himself to the coffee up there. He also likes to hang out in the warehouse and drink his coffee and just stand there. I'm pretty sure I'm the only employee that freaks out at him too. I don't want to have to deal or even see customers when I'm on my break. Is that too much to ask? And Rob Levmill writes, When my family owned a restaurant, I used to see similar things all the time. People would waltz into all parts of the building, like the back bar, even when it wasn't open, and wonder why they got funny looks from the staff who were on their break in there. Children are the absolute worst for that. I've seen tons of them just wander into offices or even behind the bar to help themselves to stuff. It was quite an expensive place to eat, as well as you'd think that the parents would be a bit more authoritative with their kids, but no. We never minded if it was our regulars who would pop out back to say hello to us or the staff, as they were friends, brackets, or at least we saw it that way. But one day, one of the customers who was there every Sunday walked into the kitchen. Quote unquote, we didn't mind, and in a restaurant you're legally obliged to allow people to see where the food is prepared if they so request. As he did every week to say hi, and one waitress absolutely flipped her shit at him. She didn't last long there. Customers can be the worst people in the world sometimes, but if the nice ones grate you that much, then you're probably not cut out for working in the service industry. And no matter rights. Back in my poor college days when I worked at Walmart, we had a fight break out over a bike. 
fists were thrown, and there was some blood. Eventually, one guy got a hold of it and managed to get it away from the crowd. He rode the bike out of the store to flee his pursuers. Brackets without paying. And Lineman72T writes, Worked security at Target for five plus years. Being a store in the rougher part of town, I don't have too many horror stories. The funniest one I like to tell is a couple of years ago, I was there early doing crowd control. I would always talk to people in line, try to keep them entertained while they waited in the cold. The first couple in line had been there for about 13 to 14 hours. So we open the store and we have a deal on all sorts of electronics, toys, etc. They get in line and have a shopping cart full of towels that we had on sale for $2. That's it. Just towels. They were the first in line outside and waited over half a day for $2 towels. When I left after my 12-hour shift, we still had shelves full of these towels along with tons more in the stockroom. And Astarte underscore Syriaca writes, I worked at Target during my college years. When the Wii first came out, we had people queuing up in line before we even left for the night. Apparently, there was an extremely reliable website that had the scoop on what stores would be getting Wii's in stock and ours was on the list. Before we left, our trucks came and made the delivery. No Wii's. Uh-oh. One employee got in his car to leave and drove past the line and let them know about the situation. They got mad. One guy picked up his tent and tried to throw it at my coworker's car, and about four people tried to jump on his car. I noped out of there really fast. And Jay Squaw writes, I worked at Radio Shack for a year in college. During Black Friday, one of the sale items was a $10 calculator marked down to $5. Two sweet elderly women came into the store looking for them. When I told them there was only one left in the display, the shit was on. It turned into a geriatric version of roller derby without the skates. The one grandma who lost the race called the other one a quote-unquote fucking bitch as she was standing in the checkout line, gripping her $5 prize. I always imagined some little kid opening presents on Christmas morning and getting the stupid $5 calculator, not really wanting it and having no clue about the backstory behind it, as his grandma, sipping her tea, looks on with a triumphant gleam in her eye. And Ruckus55 writes, I've thrown one punch in my life. It was on Black Friday. So it was the year the 360 came out. I was standing in line to get some external hard drive next to the video games. And there was this 11-ish year old kid with a woman in her 60s. He was waiting for his 360 bundle. Woman before him had, quote unquote, gotten the last one. Size all around. Then he says, quote unquote, nope, one more, and begins the motion of handing it to the kid, and this guy comes out of nowhere and pushed the old woman and the kid. The kid hit his face on the edge of the video game rack, you know the one with the metal and plastic dividers. At 19 years old, I don't know what came over me, but I instantly swung for the dude's head and caught him right in the temple, sending him into a Keurig tower in the middle of the aisle. Everyone froze, including me. Guy had dropped the 360 and got up and walked away. I slid it with my foot to the kid, and he didn't say anything either best part was, as I still wanted the hard drive, I turned to get back in the end of the line. At the same time, the rep in charge of handing out the other items such as the hard drive asked who was next. The first two people in line just pointed at me, causing me to skip about five spots in line. TLDR punched a guy in the face who tried to steal a 360 from an 11-year-old. And Miss underscore Fitz writes, Someone punched a security guard in the face because he thought he was a customer skipping to the front of the line. He was just walking in the door to start his shift. So yeah, my time has those kind of people in it. And Kidu writes, I worked for six years at Johnny Rockets in a mall as a server in management. We didn't open early like the rest of the stores because we are a restaurant and, well, we don't serve breakfast. Had people shake our gates screaming that they wanted food. <laughs> Had people shake our gates screaming that they wanted food. It would be just me and an opener getting the chair set out. I pointed towards the food court and told them we didn't serve breakfast. A lady spit at me and told me, quote unquote, I know you have bacon. We do in a fridge waiting to be cooked and put on a burger. 
Edit, not all JRs serve breakfast. Some do, some even serve beer, but my location had never been one of them. And EvanMan69 writes, I have witnessed two people fistfight over a goddamn toaster. And Smuggling underscore Info writes, I think it was around Black Friday 2004 and I was a cart pusher at a Walmart. In this particular year, Walmart offered a plasma TV at an extremely low price and was the hottest deal of the year. A man showed up the Tuesday before the big sale with a tent, ice coolers, generator, TV, and everything he needed to brave the three nights he would be staying over. He continuously talked about being first in line and how he was going to get the plasma TV and how he was hosting the next Super Bowl party so this was going to be the best thing ever. Come around Thursday night, I showed up to my shift and he was still there in a jolly mood, thankful he was about to be able to go home and sleep in his own bed. The news came and he did a short interview and explained what he was waiting for, how he was able to get the time off, brackets he was the truck driver, and was overall excited over the whole ordeal and prided himself for toughing out in the cold. The line for the entrance wrapped around the whole front of the doors and about another 300 yards or so past the store with thousands of people waiting to get in. At 5 a.m., the doors opened and the man goes straight to the plasma TVs to see that they were all gone. What happened? The garden center at the Walmart opened about 10 seconds before the front doors and those that came the night before scooped up all 15 plasma TVs. This guy who had been there since Tuesday afternoon was dumbfounded and argued with management but was stonewalled and told there was nothing that can be done. That guy's Thanksgiving was a bust for sure. And Wildcard084 writes, Walmart story time. A couple of years ago when the sale started, there was a huge surge of people trying to get their stuff. One lady got knocked down and her pen went straight into her neck, thankfully missing the jugular. The fucked up part is no one tried to help. They just walked over her to get their shitty deal items. An associate that saw it happened to stand over top of her to protect her from getting trampled. When the ambulance crew arrived, they had to literally shove people out of the way because no one would move. People suck. <laughs> and Dave underscore versus underscore Volcano writes, I worked at BBY for six years. Everyone knows about the lines that you stand in outside. Part of the process is once you get in the store, you stand in another line to buy your products. Our manager thought he was particularly smart winding the line through our appliance department. Mind you, there is usually 1,500 plus people in the building at 6 a.m. with a line still outside. Well, we get a complaint from one of our patrons. After checking the dryers, we find a nice turd in one. Good size, solid consistency, just sitting there. A lady who did not want to lose her spot opened the dryer and shat right in there in front of everyone. I decided that day, even though I may want stuff, I will never shit in front of an entire crowd of people for a $700 50-inch plasma TV. And, and Rick Rocket added, And I decided today I will never buy a display-slash-floor model dryer. And Pooter underscore McGee writes, I was fired a week before because I told a very elderly lady she shouldn't come in on Black Friday. She said she was afraid of getting hurt, and I agreed and let her know that we would have other great sales during the rest of the holidays. Little did I know my HR rep was listening in around the corner. She said I wasn't driving sales and she'd have to report the situation to the manager. I got the axe a week later. Edit. Holy Christ, gold. I love all of you. I love you all. Heart emoticon. And here for the free cake ads. I haven't told this story in a while. So I worked for Mrs. Fields Cookies in my local mall during Black Friday back when I was in high school. Our manager got called to a store in a different city because a manager had very severely hurt themselves melting chocolate for their chocolate dip cookies. I ended up having to work a majority of the day with an equally lazy buddy of mine slinging cookies and taking orders for cookie cakes while the mall was packed. Around 4 in the afternoon, brackets, and about $1,600 in sales, a gentleman in a button-down Mrs. Fields cookie shirt comes to our counter telling us he had to do a midday drop for us for whatever money we had taken in for the day. I let 
him in the back. He tinkers for a second on the computer and ends up taking our deposits. So now it's an hour before closing. My boss is now back in our location to help us close. He starts going through our paperwork and money and realizes we are about $1,600 short. I explained to him that Mr. So-and-so came down to our location to do a midday drop since he didn't work. He told me Mr. So-and-so doesn't exist and calls the corporate office. It turned out this guy had gone to over a dozen Mrs. Fields in the area and robbed over 10 k worth of money. They never figured out who it was. I ended up being fired over it with my buddy. We stole a giant cookie cake as compensation. Worth it. TLDR, I worked for a Mrs. Fields that got robbed midday Black Friday by a master criminal. And Stormclaw11 writes, I was a GameStop worker when the Wii came out. The second we unlocked the doors, shit was a riot. People were fighting one another, swearing, crying, just about everything. People were so desperate. When people managed to get one, somebody would throw the other person to the ground and buy it. And wildfires ads. My first Black Friday, I was working at a Walmart. I was assigned to be one of the employees that would cut open the plastic on the pallets which contained our merchandise, which were all on the floor. Basically, as I readied box cutter, I got shoved by a customer and fell right on it and sliced my hand open. After getting through that and patching it up, I came out on the floor and promptly got punched in the face when I picked up a DVD on the ground. A customer apparently wanted it. Fuck Black Friday. And Infinite Kitty ads. I worked at Walmart for four years and worked all Black Fridays. I've seen a woman hit another woman in the chest with those toddler car boxes you drive in. Woman who got hit was a week or three post-op of open heart surgery. Lots of blood right in front of me. No idea what happened to the woman who hit her. I do think she got the toy car, purchased it, and left. And go in the fridge, writes. Ex-Best Buy here. Four Black Fridays in the highest grossing store that day in the company gets you a few wild tales, but this one is quick. Guy tried to shove a Panasonic Blu-ray player into the front of his jeans. He was a rather large man, but dude, it's a Blu-ray player. Seriously. And the Matryoshka writes, The Best Buy I worked at, while a horrible place to work, did one thing right, and that was Black Friday. People were sent out to the waiting line outside bearing folders. These folders had tickets for the ad items. They asked you what you were there for and gave you a ticket with a number. The ad items were all lined up in the Geek Squad area with corresponding numbers written on them. Once the customers were allowed inside, they could shop all they wanted, but once they were ready to check out, they'd go to the Geek Squad counter, you gave them your ticket, and you got your items. No ticket, no item. No pushing, no shoving, no grappling for the ad items, no ticket, no item, and that was all. Best Black Friday I've ever done. Walmart, however, shudder. Have I ever told you how I got these scars? And Spaceman Spiff 30 writes, no, but now you have to. And the Matryoshka replies, the customers were drinkers and fiends. And on Black Friday, they go off crazier than usual. I ran off towards kitchen devices to try to get away from them, and they don't like that. Not one bit. So, me watching, they start bludgeoning each other with $15 blenders, laughing while they do it. One of them turns to me and says, quote unquote, this is supposed to be $10. He sticks the label gun in my mouth. Let's roll back the prices. And this was supposed to be $10. And Zangol writes, I was working a register at Circuit City. Brackets was typically customer service, but there was no chance we were returning anything on Black Friday and there were plenty of managers on hand for upset customers. And apparently some idiot ran into a transformer nearby and took out the power to the whole retail block. Everyone who had items they wanted to purchase, brackets several hundred people, had to sit down and chill out for around an hour and a half while we waited for the power to return. The funny part to me was how many people asked me, often in a very pissy, exasperated tone, quote unquote, when's the power coming back on? Mind you, I was working in an isolated register, hadn't left or been visited by any other employees as I was surrounded by customers, and the people asking had been standing slash sitting next to me the entire time. I understand I was wearing a uniform, but come on, people. 
muster up a little common sense. Also, I had been underneath my counter where I kept things that people had decided they didn't want to buy. One of the hot items that year was USB thumb drives for like $5. I had someone spot a few in my bin and asked if they could have them. So I looked down to grab a couple and came up with around 10 hands outstretched. I was really worried there was going to be an issue over quote-unquote who asked first. I just said quote-unquote, Sorry, but someone's going to be upset no matter what I do and quickly shove the drives into random hands. Luckily, no one gave me a hard time or fought with each other. I am very glad I don't have to work that 4 a.m. to midnight shift ever again, and I have nothing but sympathy and respect for all of you still working in the trenches of retail. Stay safe out there this week. Edit. Yes, I really intended to write 4 a.m. to midnight. 0400-2400. It was a 20-hour day and it sucked. One of the stupid policies at Circuit City was that customer service associates, not managers, were charged with counting the money at the end of the day. Brackets every day, all year. Unfortunately, because of the volume on Black Friday, the registers had to be cashed out several times that day and then all of it tabulated at the end of the night. And it required all of us to do it or else one guy would be stuck counting bills until well into the next day. And Chicken Hauler writes, Never worked retail, but I delivered to a lot of retail stores, brackets, trucker. Showed up with a delivery at Wally World around 8 a.m. on Black Friday and couldn't even back into the dock. It's like my rig giving off an aroma that attracts fat, dumpy house frows. Turns out they had some ridiculous price on flat screen TVs and had run out. The store manager had told them that there were more coming in on the truck that morning. So naturally they saw me and they thought they'd be allowed to just grab them off the truck. Man, were they disappointed when they saw I had a trailer full of brand new shopping carts. And damp cotton clouds ads. My first day working in retail was Black Friday. My store was running a promotion where you buy one novelty t-shirt and get another half off. Novelty meaning characters, phrases, things of that sort, not t-shirts with band names. A woman comes up to me asking me to help her pick an even number of band tees for the sale. I kindly told her it was novelty tees only and explained what that meant. She insisted I was wrong and I told her she could check out the register if she didn't believe me. Instead, the woman gathers up a bunch of band tees and tells my manager at the register I told her it was rock tees, not novelty tees, despite the signs all over the store saying novelty. She wanted the sale honored because the quote-unquote idiot new employee fucked up. My manager knew I didn't say that and refused. The woman threw all of her shit around, screamed, and stormed out. Whatever. Screw her, right? When I took my lunch break, she hunted me down in the food court, threatening to punch me in the face for telling my manager I wasn't responsible for the mix-up, quote-unquote ruining her sale, a.k.a. foiling her plan to screw over my store. She chased me all the way back to my store, screaming with her fists up. I hid in the back for the rest of my shift. I never even got to eat lunch. <laughs> And Nova Pine writes, I worked one Black Friday in the clothes department at Walmart. For like two straight hours before the sale began, people hovered over the pallets, the alarm went off, and the swarm went insane. There were two women in particular on opposite sides, tossing clothes back and forth to each other. IDK what their system was because half the stuff they were just catching and tossing aside. But this little teenager, brackets, I mean like this, I mean like, I mean like petite tiny girl, intercepted a pair of jeans being tossed and the women went fucking insane and elbowed her in the, and elbowed her in the face. Instant blood and the little girl was so shocked she just stood there shaking and crying. The women acted like that was a perfectly reasonable thing to do. I pulled her out of the crowd and started to walk her to get her cleaned up when the sheriff appeared out of nowhere. The best part was, is, the best part was she was his kid and the women were arrested on the spot. Ha ha ha. She had to post bail and pay full price for her shitty Levi's. And Samo Volchka writes, I work at Petco and we had a store meeting where I swear to God, my GM was discussing Black Friday and said, quote unquote, and last year we had five to seven people lined up at the door waiting to get in. So we have to be ready. 
Bless you, bless all, bless you all who have had to deal with Black Friday madness. I'll be sitting at Petco watching the five people at our doors early morning storm in for cat litter. <laughs> this is funny. All right. And Miss Nee writes, I worked at Toys R Us when the original Furby came out. I walked in the back doors right before my shift when the doors were supposed to open. I had people follow me in and assault me trying to get a damn Furby. When the doors finally did open, one parent pushed my co-worker to the ground and jumped on top of a pile of people to get one from the display. She ended up kicking some poor schmuck in the head and grabbed a Furby and stuffed it down her shirt and tried to casually walk out and steal it. And Madam I'm a damn 89 writes, I saw an elderly woman steal an ice cream maker out of a man in a wheelchair's electric handicapped cart. He got a security guard and she flat out denied it saying the man was using his handicap to embarrass her. I lost a little faith in humanity in that moment. I followed her and took stuff out of her cart and put it back on the shelves and put random embarrassing items in their place. And Star Fox Bella writes, I used to work at a Victoria's Secret Pink and my first Black Friday I was at the front of the store. People were already outside waiting to get in at midnight. When the foods lifted, I was pushed backwards and almost fell on the ground. Luckily, I fell on our launch table. I climbed the table and stayed up there throwing customers hoodies and yoga pants. It was fun yelling, quote unquote, green hoodie size small. Who wants it? And everyone jumping and yelling for it. Also, a girl fainted and I had to push people from walking all over her. And random tales ads. I work as a cashier for an anonymous store. Unfortunately, I was only trained for one day and that was two days before Black Friday. More like, quote-unquote, Black Thursday. Anyways, the experience of being the first-time cashier on Black Friday was horrible. I caused so many delays, brackets, it took me about five minutes to get through one customer, that I even hear on women tell one of my managers that I was being too slow, as if I gained enough experience to be a cashier in one day. Anyways, my manager told me to go to the back and help people there, brackets, something I can do. However, after a while, I finally got used to being a cashier, brackets, I am a lot better now than I was before. And Lughanasadach32 writes, I used to work at GameStop in the local mall. About halfway through the day, a catfight started in front of my store. I immediately pulled the gate down and locked everyone in slash out. The brawlers slammed into our glass several times, leaving oil slicks from where their heads hit. Then one of the ladies slammed the other into Aunt Annie's counter and shattered their glass. Finally, the real cops, brackets not the mall wannabe ones, showed up, cuffed them, and led them away. My poor associate had to spend the next hour cleaning all the hair grease off the windows. And Winters underscore Footsteps adds, I am quite late to the party, but here goes. I have worked for a well-known and well-hated retailer for nearly four years now and have had no choice but to work quote-unquote crowd control on each Black Friday. The first year was very well organized and the customers in my line for laptops were friendly and calm. There were no incidents that year in my store and I friended a couple of the customers on Facebook after everything was done. I mean, we were practically family after spending six hours chatting back and forth. It was a good time. It gave me a very false sense of security for the following year, though. The second year, I was in charge of not one, not two, but three separate lines of shoppers that were lining up for the heavily discounted movies and video games. I had to scream more than once to get them to back off a little bit and give everyone space. My pleas were pretty much ignored. Instead of complying with my requests, I was bombarded with questions like, quote unquote, which case has the supernatural box sets? Can you put that aside for me? Nope can't. Eventually, midnight came and the customers let themselves through the queue lines and pushed me, brackets, and two other employees out of the way. There were so many people that I was feeling slightly panicky about being trampled. My feet were being walked over, I was elbowed in my side, brackets not on purpose, but I had a killer bruise a week later. And I was eventually pushed to the wall of the deli area. The pegs that held cheese and lunch meat were pushed into my back and I had no choice but to sit down on the cooler area of hot dogs. About this time, I heard a lady scream, quote unquote, Hey, my kid! 
I was immediately concerned for many reasons. Was the kid hurt? Was the kid being abducted? Where was the kid? Then I heard a loud booming male voice say, quote unquote, I don't give a shit about your kid. I stood up on the bottom cooler to get a better look at what was going on, and I saw a little boy, no older than four, in a red coat sitting on the ground just sobbing. The woman, who I can only guess was the child's mother, had an armful of DVDs. Even though her kid was pushed down, she paused to shop before coming to his aid. She then got in the man's face and started screaming, still with her DVDs in hand, her son still on the floor. I was trying to shout over the madness to get people away from the poor little boy who was scared out of his mind, but it was useless. I couldn't even move towards him to help him out. There were just too many people. And the only thing they were worried about was getting Uncle Joe a copy of Transformers on DVD for seven bucks. My manager came to my rescue a short while later with police officers who ended up handcuffing both the man and the shopping mom. I don't know if they were arrested or just handcuffed to keep them under control. Last year, we had three separate sales. A guy went to the first line to buy a flat screen television. He paid for it and put it in his truck and went back to line up for something else. At the end of the night, he realized someone had stolen his stuff when he went back inside. Black Friday makes me lose all faith in humanity. TLDR, $7 DVDs are more important than a young child's life and safety. And Jeremy Litow writes, TLDR, I was fired for standing up to racist idiots. This happened several years ago when I was working for a big box store as a college kid. We had the usual Black Friday madness, long waits at the door, then crazy vulture-like behavior around the hot items. Fortunately for me, I was away from most of that and got to man the cash register. So I only had to deal with the insane lines and frustrated people lined up to pay for all the stuff they spent hours camping out to buy. Anyhow, our store did things pretty orderly in the pay process. It's just that the line was long and giving all the people milling around, it wasn't unusual for people not to see the line and walk up to a newly opened register. Brackets, we had a four-sided register system that was like a square, so on the back side, it was far away from the line and easy to miss. So I finished ringing up a customer, and a few seconds later, someone walked up to pay. I was at a daze by that point and hadn't really tracked them from the line, so I started to ring them up. They were a pleasant enough couple, and we chit-chatted while I finished. About halfway through it all, a lady from the front of the line came over to tell them they'd just cut in front of about 60 people waiting in line. She was nice about it and didn't accuse them of being dishonest, apologizing that they must not have seen the line, but she was also firm that this wasn't cool and that they should wait in line. So I'm stuck here. Piss off customers halfway rung up or piss off 60 people in line. There really isn't an easy way to navigate this on a slow day, but Black Friday is a whole nother animal. Unfortunately, in my hesitation, it got ugly. I should mention at this point the lady who came over from the line was Vietnamese. Brackets, there's a substantial population in the part of California I was living in at the time. And the couple began to hurl racial slurs at her. <laughs> I don't remember everything, but I do distinctly remember, quote unquote, Stop bothering me, you stupid gook. And then, as they began to leave, the woman used that slur again as an exclamation point. I'm guessing most of you know this, but if not, gook, brackets, and in some parts, geek, although that's changed as tech culture has taken over, is a slur from the Vietnam is a slur from the Vietnam War era. Um, okay. The couple using it here looked to be about the generation that would have been in their 20s or early 30s during the war. I was stunned. I grew up in a pretty diverse neighborhood and had never seen overt racism like this, except on TV or in the news. Never in front of me. As they finished that ugliness up, I told them that that was unkind and unacceptable and told them to wait in line, that I wouldn't ring them up. Brackets, whatever I might excuse from an honest mistake was gone at this point. They started screaming at me that they were walking away to leave the store, talking about how I was being disrespectful to a customer. I rang up the Vietnamese lady, Brackets, who was remarkably calm and nice throughout the whole thing, and couldn't think of anything to say except to apologize for people being stupid. After she was done, I walked around to give her a hug and say I was sorry one more time. I didn't say all that stuff, but it felt good to do something positive. Everyone in line applauded her as she left. Ten minutes after she was gone, the couple came back with the store manager. I was fired an hour later for mistreating a customer. Something about not making their guests feel welcome. 
I can't say I was mad when I heard a few years ago that the whole chain was going into bankruptcy and out of business. And Pearl725 writes, I worked at a Target for three years. My first year I was working behind the returns desk and it was glorious because no one returns anything on Black Friday. It was like a nice little safe haven back there. The second and third year though I was front end management and the stories I have from that. For now I'll share two with you and maybe some later. Smiley face emoticon. One, a lady came in, loaded up her cart with TVs that weren't on special and thought she could just walk right out with them. Needless to say, security tackled her at the door and she punched the security girl right in the stomach. Yeah, big mistake. She got slammed hard against the brick wall before being cuffed. She was dragged back into the store, kicking and screaming about how we were, quote-unquote, ruining her children's Christmas. As security dragged her in, two young college boys in line started a slow clap for her that led to every guest in line clapping and shouting, quote-unquote, Merry Christmas. It was glorious. LOL. And two, this is a poop story, so if you're weak of stomach, scroll away. LOL. So my last year there, I was working the close. I'd put in my two-week notice prior to this and was convinced by my boss to hold out for the holidays since two other front-end managers had quit at the same time. Feeling bad, I decided to stick it out for the holiday and then move on. Needless to say, I was upset with myself for doing it and even more upset with my boss for guilt-tripping me into it and continuing to treat me like dirt. Those who have worked at Target know you're supposed to do an hourly restroom checkup. I'm sure regular shoppers have heard it announced over the radio system. On Black Friday, it doesn't typically get done, but it's supposed to considering all the traffic we get. I was overwhelmed and since the return desk bracket, as I had mentioned, was dead, I told the guy there to check the restroom. Next thing I know, I'm being called up to the desk by the girl working with him. He's standing there literally in shock, babbling to himself about, quote unquote, why, why, why would someone, how, why, how, why would someone? I asked her what happened and she said, quote unquote, he went to check the large family restroom and didn't come back. I went to get him and he was standing outside of it like this. It smells terrible over there, so I didn't look. I left her to snap him out of it while I hesitantly made my way to the restroom. I'd seen some bad things in my three years there, but this, this truly defined the black in Black Friday. It was the most horrifying explosive diarrhea ever. It went up the walls all the way to the ceilings. <laughs> what? Okay. It went up the wall all the way to the ceiling, wrapped its way around the base, splattered on the sink a good four feet away, and coated the wall next to it. The worst part? There were footprints leading out of the bathroom and back into the store where they eventually faded. Yes, this person who had literally exploded had gotten this onto themselves and walked back onto the store to shop. So I thought I'd be slick. I printed out an out-of-order sign and taped it to the door, which I locked so no one could enter. Unfortunately, it didn't take long for some snippy customer to complain and my boss to tell me whatever was in there, I had to clean. So I told her, quote-unquote, look, you don't pay me enough to clean that up. You get paid more than me so you can take care of it. She laughed at me and told me if I didn't take care of it, I was at risk of losing my job. This, of course, enraged me since I'd stuck around through the holidays for her and I couldn't afford to lose my job now, so I asked the one person I didn't want to ask. The poor cart attendant. That kid had come into work when the store opened. He picked up some extra hours to hang in there through the midday and help since the mid guy was new. Then the evening guy didn't show up and this kid felt bad for me because he knew they'd send me out in the cold to get the carts and expect me to run to the front too, so he told me he'd stick around till as close as close as he could muster. I told him he could say no, but he told me he'd do it on the following conditions. He'd get a new pair <laughs> He'd get a new pair of shoes of his choice when done. A new shirt from our prize stash, lunch, Starbucks, and a hazmat suit made from bags for kicks and protection. The suit was easy, I made it, and it was kind of funny. 
I gave him a bottle of bleach and a mop to go at it while I asked the manager about the other demands. I knew she'd say no if I asked for all of them, so I made sure to phrase it carefully. Quote-unquote, I can give him a reward of some kind for this. Lunch or shoes or coffee, you know, some stuff just to say thanks. Her response was, quote-unquote, oh, um, yeah, sure, you can reward him with something. Just requisition it from the account for employee rewards. Needless to say, that freedom was my green light to somewhat stick it to them. I told him to find the most expensive pairs of shoes he wanted, pick anything for lunch and dinner since he'd been there all day, pick anything from Starbucks, pick any shirt, and gave him a gift card to use towards a new pair of pants or a hoodie. Yeah, I spoiled that kid on their dime, and I was proud to do it. That was by far the worst Black Friday ever. Well, how was your Black Friday? By now, it's probably going to be New Year's. The beginning of January 2014 when you hear this. And whatever. I didn't do any Black Friday stuff. I just bought all my stuff on the internet. Not everything. Actually, I bought a lot of stuff locally. But uh, I did use the Amazons. Yeah, I've never I've never actually ventured out to do one of those line things. That's the kind of person I am. Low-key. I also don't like not being able to use the bathroom. It's a big deal. You may recall that I used to have pretty serious IBS. So nothing like being first in line at a place and having to have crazy diarrhea. At least I didn't have it in the family restroom. I just There's so many stories like that where people shit everywhere. I don't understand how that happens. Anyway, I'm thinking about it too much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I did two Reddits back to back, and I feel kind of shitty about that. At first I thought, not a big deal. But now I feel just awful. And it's okay if you don't like me because of it. I, I, the next thing I will read will make you proud of me again. Proud and grossed out. I promise. So, yeah. Hope your holidays went well, your Hanukkah, your Kwanzaa, your Christmas, your whatever. I hope it went well and everyone liked all the gifts you got them. And uh, I hope your secret Santas were appreciative. And I hope that you, in return, were also appreciative of the gifts you were given. Even if they didn't get you what you wanted. Which is why I always make a wish list. Keep it on the internet and say, buy me this junk, family. And for the most part, they do. Sometimes they freestyle. Hit and miss when they do. But for the most part, the wish list is... A boon to the holiday shopper. I'm trying to think if I ever worked any. I used to work in a bike store back in Milwaukee, Rainbow Jersey, if you are in the Milwaukee area. And I used to have to deal with the. We had a thing called Super Sale, which used to have people lined up outside in order to come screaming in to buy armloads of inner tubes and power bars. Besides that, nothing crazy. I would like to say about my bike salesman skills that I was average. I used to work with a guy at the bike store who was so charming and able to remember all the minute weights of uh, and spring tensions and things like that of all the different bike components. And he, someone would want to buy these like fancy brakes and be like, hey, well, how much do those weigh? And I'd be like, dude, <laughs> I don't know. Wave the other guy over and let him do the sale because I was just like, ah, now we've entered the, the realm beyond their shape and color. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope that you could relate. Originally, there was going to be another part to this episode, but I cut it out because it was too not similar. I hope 2013 was okay for you. 2013 was okay for me. I don't want to put any expectations on 2014 because it only leads to disappointment. So let's just hope it doesn't suck. Is that too much to ask? 
I hope 2013 ended well for you. It ended pretty decently for me. I hope that the year itself was okay for you. It went much better than at the end than at the beginning. And in retrospect, you know, I'd like to say thanks to everyone who listened and liked the show and tells their friends about it and has gone on to like make reviews on iTunes. Every iTunes review that I get, you know, really counts towards the show showing up in their search engines more. So I really appreciate it anytime anyone takes the time to write nice things about the podcast. You know, if you haven't rated the podcast or written a, you know, a blurb about it, please take the time to do so. It really is a wonderful thing for me to discover when I go to iTunes and see the reviews there. I think we're getting close to like 800 subscribers on the Facebook page. That's inconsequential to most, you know, podcasts, those kind of numbers, but I really appreciate everyone who signs up and actually follows close enough to, you know, respond when I post on Facebook. It makes me giggle with delight. And if you can imagine what that's like, you probably heard it on the podcast. Teehee. Thanks again so much for everyone who listens. And uh, we will I will endeavor to make this podcast even more absurd in the future. Thanks for listening. My name is Lou. This has been Lou Reads, Retail Employees of Reddit, Black Friday Stories for you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>